had the sermon series idea before Disney Plus came out. <laughs> True. And then I had it back in, actually a couple years ago, and then in March they said, Disney's new streaming service will be called Disney Plus. I was like, oh, well, I guess I don't have to work that hard on the graphic then, do I? Um, but there we go. I, before we get started, um, I want you to, there's a phrase that I find really helpful. We use it with our kids a lot um, when they want to know what's going on. Um, and it goes like this. That's not my truth. That, that is not my truth. Um, we have a, what that means is, uh, somebody else, that's someone else's story, that's someone else's story to tell. Um, so therefore, I'm not going to tell it. And I'm not going to indulge in it here. Um, we don't, when you become a member of this church, we don't ask a lot. Like, we're not like, well, okay. Um, this morning, if your last name is F. Thorell, which I don't know anyone with that last name, but uh, if that's your last name, you're going to help clean up. That's not the time. Um, but what we are going to ask of you today um, and this is, has nothing to do with the sermon, although I guess it does, is that if it ain't, if, if, if you're not in the middle of it, if you're not in the middle of pain, we have a lot of people in this church who are suffering different things, I'm not talking about anybody in particular. If you're not in the middle of it, don't talk about it. And don't indulge others who do. Your church the people in your church need you to be brave enough to slap down nonsense. And whenever it's your child, whenever it's your family, you'll understand. Uh, people, I mean, it, it, people are dumb. And they get excited with um, bad news. And we will not be party to that. If you want to, if you, if, if that's what, if you love that life, then we're going to ask you to just find somewhere else. We can handle, we can use your chair, actually. But this community is not going to enjoy suffering. And we're not going to enjoy gossip. There is a, that, that, that is the thing, you know, we, we love picking sins, right? We pick sins and we say, oh, that's sin, oh, that's sin, greed. Wow, I threw the wrong one out, didn't I? Sorry, it's gluttony. On potluck? You mentioned that word on potluck? How rude. <laughs> love picking a sin. And if it's not your business, just pray. 
to the Disney sermon. All right, so. <laughs> I've never been great at transitions. Um, so, I, uh, one of the things we're going to talk about, uh, we're going to do a lot in the next few weeks, is we're going to say, what, what are the things that we add to Jesus that aren't good for Jesus? And as we do that, one of the, what I found when I talk about stuff like this, is that when I talk about Jesus plus tradition, or Jesus plus um, your worldview, or Jesus plus your, this, your, your particular hobby horse, whatever it is that you love to connect to Jesus, <coughs> I'm going to say that that's dragging Jesus down. Because Jesus doesn't need your help. Jesus doesn't need your accessories to make Jesus better. And as I do that, there's going to be times where you feel like I'm saying that tradition is bad. That your worldview is bad. That your particular hobby board, particular soapbox you stand on, that that's bad. And that's not true. <coughs> tradition, I love tradition. Uh, the, um, and, and we all do, uh, because it, and you can tell it because whenever I have like a, a couple that's about to get married, and they're sitting in my office, and they say, you know what I said, so how do you guys fight? How good, it, how good are you at fighting? And they say, well, we actually never fight. And the, uh, the correct counseling response at that point is, HA! <laughs> because the goal isn't not to fight, it's the, how do you do it when you do? And I say, one of the things I love to say is, oh, okay, have you talked about where you're going to have Christmas? And they go, like, there was, a, there was a big, ornate elephant wearing a Santa hat in their, in their room, and they hadn't looked at it until now. And they're going to they're, they're gonna look at each other, and they're going to go, well, I, mean, I just, and it's usually, listen, listen, in my experience, this isn't a universal thing, but the, the man goes, mm, and the woman goes, well, I just assumed we would do what I always did. Your family's crazy. <laughs> and then you can see the funnel cloud from my office. Because, because what they've always done, the traditions they've always had and held, those are really important. And those are wrong. But you're going to have to figure out what's more important, the marriage or the tradition. And if the tradition is weighing down the marriage, it doesn't make the tradition bad, it just makes it not helpful. At least when they're tied together so tightly. So we're going to say that there are things that aren't good, that make Jesus less, but I'm not trying to say that those things are bad. What I'm saying is Jesus is so great, he doesn't need anything. We've got to hang on him. Attach that to him. The Israelites come out of Egypt. 
they, um, they get to the mountain, and God's on the mountain. God, the mountain's glowing, it's on fire. And Moses says, God's on the mountain. And God starts speaking to them. And they say, no, 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 God, God, I don't want you to speak. Uh, just, just talk to Moses. And then Moses will talk to us. Have him don't talk. Have, him, have God not talk to us any longer. We can't handle it. It's too scary. And so Moses goes on the mountain. The Lord says, give, we have the Ten Commandments. It starts next to one end. The commandments run. It keeps going. 21, 22, 20, all the way up. 30, 31. And then the next is 30. The people make a golden calf. They say, uh, where is Moses? He disappeared on this map. Now we don't know where he is, and we're scared. Who's leading us? The leaders there on the ground say, you know what? Here's what we'll do. Go get your gold, and we'll burn it down, and we'll, we'll cover this, uh, this calf. Uh, oh, it was a wooden calf, it was an actual one. But uh, we'll cover this wooden calf, and we'll, we'll and, and then when they did that, they said, you remember what they said? They said, this, these are the gods that led you up out of you. Tomorrow, we will have a festival <coughs> to the Lord. And in your Bible, if you look at your Bible, it's spelled capital L, capital O, capital R, capital E. Because what he said was, and he uses the name God, he says, this is God. This is Yahweh. And we will have a festival to Yahweh, to Jehovah, tomorrow. When they were worshiping the golden calf, they thought they were worshiping, they were, they were using this idol to represent God. And God says, you shall have no other gods. You shall, not, you shall have no other gods before me, and you shall also make no, no graven, Im graven, graven images. You should, you should make any image that represents me, because nothing can represent God. One of the things we need more in our life is this, this ultimate wonder about what God even is. That what Jesus, when we look at Jesus, that's all we need to see, to see God properly. But we consistently tie God to something else. Have you seen the post on Facebook? Lord help us. That says, um, it's a picture, man in a cloak, um, looking very wise. And it says, this, I'm posting this on my wall because I love Jesus. How many people will be, will be basically chicken to put Jesus on their wall? It's like Obi-Wan Kenobi. Have you seen this? It's from the Star Wars movie. It's a, well, it's you and, is it you and McKenna? Who is it? You and McGregor from Star Wars. Like here's Jesus. That's not Jesus. <laughs> and also, me forwarding or posting 
giving or sharing has nothing to do with my love for Jesus. Actually, it makes it easier for me to go click, I'm superior. <laughs> it makes it so much easier for me to feel good about me and go bad about others. I bet others won't share this. Oh wow, others are bad. We don't need bumper stickers or bracelets or t-shirts or, or, or we, don't, we don't need to, all those things, the posts, we don't need that. But what's that message about? It's a message about you, but it's not a message about Jesus. Because what does it say about Jesus? That we think he looks like you and McGregor. But beyond that, nothing. What does it say about you? I'm willing to do something good. Everyone look at me. But what we need to be saying, we need to be communicating the gospel to people. And it, in its simplicity, just in its, just, just, just the look, let's look at Jesus. Because it's a lot easier to post Jesus on your wall than it is to live Jesus in your life. Paul writes to the Galatians, and he says, Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Grace and peace to you because through God, through Jesus, through Satan. Now at this point we could, we could take all the words and we could dissect them a little bit and we could, we could fill them in with explanations because the Bible is an ancient it's an ancient book written in a different place to a different group of people in a different language. What we have is a translation of an ancient, of a collection of an ancient. It's a, it's a complex and interesting book. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, who gave Himself for our sins. And we could, we could, we could flesh that out and say, well, what does it mean? What is sin? What has gave himself? Why did he have to give himself? What is grace? Why does he offer peace? Who, what, what, what's this present evil age that we're being rescued from? But without it, any of it being filled in, it's just simply the fact that this is all you need to get is that Jesus saves. That Jesus saves us from all sorts of things. And we can list those things, but Jesus saves. That Jesus redeems. That Jesus makes us holy. Jesus is present with us. We can go on and on and on. And thank goodness we can. Or I run out of things to say. And new ways to say it. Jesus saves. When it boils down to it, the salvation we experience comes from Jesus. Jesus saves. And as he says this, then he says, I am astonished. Now, at this point, usually, in 
Paul's letters, if you read Ephesians or Colossians or Romans or Philippians, he says, I thank God for you. In all of my prayers, because you are this and you are this, you are great people. Now, he's eventually going to get to the part in his letters where he says, this is something you need to change. But he just kicks in the door here without a thanksgiving. No courteous knock. I am astonished. I'm shocked that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no good news or no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are going into confusion or trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we... Me, Paul's saying, me and my um, comrades are trying, even if we or an angel from heaven, a messenger from heaven, should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. Am I now trying to win the approval of human beings or of God? Or am I trying to please people? If I were still trying to please people, I would not be a servant of Christ. The, the gospel by itself is that Jesus saves. That Jesus, in, in that word saves is so rich and we can explore it. And that word Jesus is so rich and we can explore it. Jesus saves. Jesus saves. And when, when people need saving, this is where we trip up. When people need saving, oftentimes we offer them the plus and not the Jesus. Missionaries in the 70s would go uh, to Africa and uh, they would go, they need to go uh, preach the gospel. They'd go to Kenya and um, they'd go into these tribes where people were not wearing a ton of clothing. <coughs> <laughs> one of the mistakes made early on, and missionary people will talk about this now, one of the mistakes early on is that they brought them Jesus, but man, they also brought them khakis. These people need Jesus plus a button-up shirt. These people need Jesus plus a dress, dress clothes. We made them Christians, but we also sort of made them Americans. We spread the good news of Jesus plus our culture. Plus our worldview. <coughs> See, Jesus saved. What happens to us is we oftentimes think, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I don't, I just, I'm not to the place I need to be. And when you feel that way, you're worrying too much about the plus and not giving enough credit to the Jesus. 
the one who actually saves. I just, I don't know, I, I haven't got my life right, I haven't, who, what part of saves do you not understand? That's what Jesus is doing with you. It's not just a salvation that happens in eternity, it's a salvation that happens now. It's a, it's a kingdom that is, that is uh, being glorified now. And Jesus saves those who need saving. And that's you. <coughs> it, is, it is such a simple gospel that that message needs to be on our, on our tongue, on our, on our mind. That Jesus has redeemed me. You don't have it all together. Maybe, maybe your life is just, just in shambles right now. Somebody just took a wrecking ball to it. Maybe you, you just had this anxiety and you're just frustrated and you don't know. Like, you, what, what are we, 20 days in? I don't know what the date is. 19? Close enough. We're still quite a ways out from daylight savings time, so you're, you're struggling. 49 days. And you, you just don't think you can get it together. You don't know what the next step is. The next step is Jesus. Just be present with Jesus. A lot of times we think the plus is saving. Whether it's the sign on the, um, the sign out in front of the church, the fact that you're here, but what's really doing the saving is the one who's on the cross. What's really doing the saving, who's really doing the saving? The one who walked out of the grave. The one who's really doing the saving is the one who sits on the throne. It's not the way you understand it. It's not the way you, you finally, oh, I figured out the Bible and there's some things I like and there's some things that I know the Bible says uh, we sh it says we shouldn't not do them. So therefore, I don't not do them. And you know, we can get, we can get turned around in Scripture like that. People hear us talk about that. And they're missing that Jesus saves. They're hearing the plus and they're not hearing the Jesus. They're hearing the addition. Churches of Christ um, are known for things. For different things, depending on where you are. Um, but some of you uh, grew up um, in a different tradition, a different, uh, people say tribe, so strange. Uh, you grew up in a different group. Some would say Church of Christ, and you would say, oh yeah, no, no. they're the ones that don't believe in music. That's right, they don't believe it exists. They're the ones that do this or do that. And I'm really thankful for this church because when people sit here, Mineral Springs Church of Christ, they don't think about our doctrine, they think about our acts of love. 
They don't think about our rules. <coughs> they think about who rules us. And I want to get better and better at that. It doesn't matter what church you're a part of, what you need to be a part of the church, that when people think of that church, they think, oh, they, they, they believe in salvation. Here, here we are. We're going to let that move. Let that Instead of the nitty-gritty details. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that song. How many of you didn't know that song uh, uh, this morning? Didn't know a song. Hey, you're learning something. I'm too old to learn stuff. It's uh, not about that. It's about what... Jesus offers us. And so this year, we're gonna we are gonna focus on worship. We're gonna focus on prayer. That we think going to God, which those things are really overlapped, because when you worship, you talk to God, and when you pray, you talk to God. And we're gonna we're gonna really focus on the fact that God is the only one who can help. So we're really going to push you. If, if you need prayer, come get it. Come pray with us. Call an elder. Call me. Call John. Call, call your neighbor and say, I need to pray with somebody. And let's pray. And then when we come together, we're going to worship. Because Jesus saves. And since we're pushing that, I've Sometimes I'm just standing down here by myself whenever we have invitations. But from now on, when whoever, whichever elder is going to be leading or closing prayer is going to come stand with me. I'm giving you the heads up because I know a lot of you are like, what'd he do? And he starts walking up here. You need to remember my talk from the beginning. The our message. We got started late because it took me forever to get through a piece. But our message this year is that the plus, that's, that stuff's fine. It's not bad. But it doesn't say Jesus. You need to be saved by Jesus. First time you need the church to gather around you and in the name of Jesus, go to God and pray. Whatever you need this morning, please come forward. Always stand. I hope